Reaper, as they were soul guides. He was something much more, or if you believed him, something much less. And that was a Maijai, a dark angel who hunted and killed the things that broke free from hell. But what he hunted now wasn't an escapee demon, daemon, or even a spirit, though he certainly had been hunting one of those. We'd gotten it too, but not before the fucking thing had almost killed me which was why I was moving like an old woman right now. Everything still hurt. I might be half werewolf, but fast healing was one of the gifts I hadn't inherited enough of. In fact, I couldn't shift into wolf shape at all, and the full moon held no sway over me. Of course, I could heal myself via my Adea heritage, but shifting in and out of Adea form required energy, and I didn't have enough of that either. That's better, Adeline said, satisfaction in her voice. Now, would you like a cup of tea, young man? No, thank you. There was a hint of amusement in Asriel's mellow tones, and it played through my being like the caress of gentle fingers. Longing shivered through me. Adeline picked up her own cup, a frown once again marring her homely features. Why do you wear a sword, Reaper? There is no threat in this house. No, there is not, he agreed. When it became obvious he didn't intend to say anything else, Adeline turned her expectant gaze to me. He wears a sword because he's helping me hunt down some... I hesitated. For safety's sake, I couldn't tell her everything, yet I couldn't not explain either not if I wanted her help. Rogue priests who seek the keys to the gates of heaven and hell so they can permanently close them. That raised her eyebrows. Why on earth would anyone want that? Because they're not of earth. They were Adea, energy beings who lived on the grey fields, the area that divided earth from heaven and hell, or the light and dark portals as the Reapers tended to say. While the Reaper communities had flourished, the Adea had not. They'd all but died out, and only the Razik, a breakaway group of priests, were left in any great numbers. And they've decided it would be easier to permanently shut the gates to all souls than to keep guarding against the occasional demon breakout. She frowned. But that would mean no soul could move on and be reborn. Yes, but they don't care about that. They just see the bigger picture. But surely the number of demons who break out of hell is minor when compared to the chaos that closing the gates permanently would cause. As I said, I don't think the priests care. Not about the human race in general, and certainly not about babies being born without souls and ending up as little more than inanimate lumps of flesh. They just want their life of servitude to the gates ended. Which is how I'd gotten involved in this whole mess in the first place. The Razik had developed three keys that would permanently open or close the gates. The trouble was, my father, who was one of the Razik responsible for making the keys, had not only stolen the keys, but had arranged to have them hidden, so well that even he knew only a general location. And as he could no longer take on flesh form, he now needed me to do his footwork.
since only someone of his bloodline could detect the hidden keys. In fact, everyone needed me. The Razik, the Reapers, the High Vampire Council, and all of them wanted the keys for very different reasons. Adeline said, And this is why you wish to speak so urgently to this ghost? He knows of the keys? I hesitated. No. But he might have some information about a dark sorcerer who could be tied up in all this mess. We questioned our ghost when he was alive, but someone very powerful had blocked sections of his memories. We're hoping death might have removed those blocks. It's a rather vague hope. Which is still better than no hope. I took a sip of tea, then shuddered at the almost bitter taste and put the cup down. Tea had never been a favorite beverage of mine.